0: Here before the world began, above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures of the earth there's no way to measure what you were worth crucified laid behind the stone you live to die rejected and alone like a rose trampled on the ground. You took the fall and you thought of me above. took the fall, and you thought of me, above all. good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus, my name is Shola, I'm your host, thank you for joining me, I hope you're well, I hope all is good with you in your world, that was above all by michael w smith um it's a great song it's talking about jesus you know his death his sacrifice everything that he won for us and it's just an amazing song you know and i was just reflecting on it this morning and you know we we just the beauty of who christ is and what he did for us and i was thinking about the holy communion and all of that and we're in the sea in the season of lent which, even though not necessarily observed in charismatic circles, is very much a time when Christians around the world spend a lot of time meditating on and actually fasting in orthodox circles, Um, you know, about Jesus um, fasting um, and then, you know, in the build-up to Easter, you know, the the Good Friday, you know, and all that, Um, and Passion Week, when we now celebrate the, we mark the, death of Jesus Christ, his resurrection on Easter Sunday, and all of that. And um, it is, I, you know, I, what would I say? I I, um, I think, you know, I, for me, I, I, going through that song, I think it's a very spiritual song because it starts off by talking about who God is. Who Jesus, the Jesus that came to die for us, who he is. And I think as a believer, I need to continue to meditate on who Jesus is. Because I think sometimes, I mean, this, we, these days people even use Jesus like a swear word. There's a way the name Jesus has been so commonized. It's so colloquial that we do not, it is easy to not think of, of his name and him. With the power and the reverence that he deserves. So this song says above all powers, above all kings, above all nature and all created things. It actually takes its thinking from John 1. Which makes us know that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And that the word was actually God. In fact, whenever I I meditate or muse or reflect on John 1. My mind really just can't cope. Because I'm like... The word was God. I mean, like, Jesus was God. So God came down in flesh. You know, it's just, I think, it's beyond belief. So it says, above all powers. That means all powers. And we know that there are powers. I mean, in my country, Nigeria, we know that there are powers because people wield power like... I'm talking of people with political power. They behave like gods. So, in fact... The normal conscience that normal people have, they don't even seem to have its empathy, compassion, fear. They do not even seem to be afraid of any repercussions, or you know, karma, and you know, all of that judgment of God for where they don't even see God as you know. They they not they not they don't seem bothered. All they are concerned is with the power that they wield here and now and using it as though there's no consequence. So. I, re- I mean, when the Bible says, when this, I'm sorry, this scripture says above all powers, of course, the um, Bible also says that the name of Jesus, that Jesus is higher than um, every every principality apart, that the name of Jesus is higher than, you know, um, powers. And Jesus says unto his disciples that he has given on, on us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. So I do know that there are powers, you know, and the Bible does tell us in Luke 10, Verse nineteen, that there there is power of the enemy, and that we have power over all the power of the enemy, not just some of it. So it's saying here, above all powers, above all kings. We also know that there are kings, there are earthly kings, there are earthly thrones. There are also spiritual kings, and there are spiritual thrones. How do we know? Because the Bible refers to Jesus refers to the devil as the prince of this world. A prince is, yeah. I mean, the only reason why you call somebody a prince is because they have a kingdom. And it's not a democratic kingdom. It's a, it's a kingdom that you rule and you reign over. It, they didn't elect you in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you acquired the kingdom somehow. So he calls him the prince of this world. So we know that he, he, he has a principality. Ephesians tells us that their are principalities, their are powers, there are rulers of the darkness of this world. So we know that there are spiritual thrones, there are spiritual hierarchies. But this song is saying above all those kings, whether earthly kings, whether spiritual kings, whether demonic kings or whatever, he says above all nature and all created things, you know, and all created things takes care of everything created, both celestial, both, you know, heavenly hosts, um, earthly hosts, physical, um, spiritual, visible, invisible, all of that. Anyone that was created is covered by this. And it says above all wisdom and all the ways of man, you were here before the world began. Jesus was here before the world began because he's the beginning of all things. He says, above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders that the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures of the earth, there is no way to measure what you're worth. This, this, I don't know if these lines are hitting you the way they're hitting me. And I think herein lies the problem. I think because we are unable to measure the worth of Jesus and the worth of the word of God and the worth of God, we have undervalued Jesus. We have undervalued his word. We have esteemed the praise of men, the riches and the wealth of this world. Higher value. In fact, we've, we've estimated our own soul, the worth of our own soul, to be less than the worth that God has placed on it. Our, our, our waiting system our sense of value, our sense of worth is completely warped and is twisted. Sin, the corruption of this world, the, the mortality of our bodies has warped our thinking. And, and and this is the Holy Spirit bringing this out to me because I realized that in that one line, there's no way to measure what we're worth. Therein lies, I think, the error of judgment that I see in the way we practice our Christianity because we, it's like we lack the 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 parameters or the intellectual or the spiritual framework in which to evaluate or estimate the worth of righteousness, of holiness, of God. So we, we, we esteem natural things and that's how we find ourselves, you know, you know, it's a bit just We esteem natural and physical blessings as being of great value. In fact, we use that as an estimation of God's presence in our lives. Whereas God says, Jesus says, what does it w- um, profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So as far as God's, God's measurement metrics is completely different from us. We measure in dollars and pounds, in assets, in tangible, physical, measurable things. Jesus' metrics of measurement is completely different. It's not earthly. It's not weighed in possessions. I mean, Jesus said it. The worth of a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that he o- that he owns, that he possesses, that he earns, that he acquires. Whereas, what do we as Christians? We are acquiring possessions. Even our our collective bodies. Our the, the 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 way we measure success of a church is how many people are in the church, how many buildings they they, they have, how many how fat their bank account is, how much money they have. So that that is already twisted from the get-go. Because Jesus has already told us that we should not lay up for ourselves treasures on earth where moths or rust or or, or, or or rust can corrupt or where thieves can break through and steal. Thieves can break through and steal or destroy all of what I have mentioned. And that is how most of us measure success. So he says there's no way, and 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 I, I'm just thinking at that. I wonder if when Michael the W. Smith wrote this song, how deeply he really f- reflected on that verse, because I'm just looking at that, therein lies the problem because we're unable because if you're able to measure the worth of God accurately or at least appropriately, you will sell everything that you have to possess that kingdom, you will give up willingly everything that you have to attain that relationship that intimacy with God. And that is exactly what Jesus said when he was talking about the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is like a pearl, one pearl, that when one man discovered it, he went and sold all that he had so that he could acquire that one pearl. But because we do not see that pearl as a pearl or a pearl of inestimable value, we are not willing to give up our lives on this earth. Rather, we are even looking for more to acquire, to add to that natural corrupt life that we have. So I think it's a valid prayer as I'm reading this for me to actually pray that God help me to be able to measure what you are worth. So it goes on to say, crucified, laid behind the stone, you live to die, rejected and alone, like a rose trampled on the ground. You know what it means. You know, roses they're very beautiful, but they're also very delicate. If once you trample a rose, I mean it's there's nothing you can't pick it up again. It can't flow, I mean, do you understand? As in it's gone, that rose is just gone. The best you can do is, you may not even be able to scrape it off the floor, Seth. And it says, Jesus took the fall and he thought of me above all. So, a God that started off as being above all powers, above all kings, above all nature, above all created things, ended up being trampled like a rose on the ground because of me. It is, it is amazing. It is amazing. I think actually this song is a very good song to just meditate upon it's a very very good song it's a very good song and where I would you know so it, it, the title of the song is above all and that's it Jesus he, he really is above all but even in his being above all he still came and made himself beneath all for my sake for our sakes for your sake so that when we receive his sacrifice we can reign in Christ with him as the king, the ruler that is above all. Well, he's above all, above all our pains, above all our sorrows, above all our fears, above all our hopes, our dreams, our frailties, our weaknesses, our sorrows. But we need to make him above all in our passions, in our desires, in our prayers, in our faith, in our beliefs, in our priorities, in our life's call, in our waking moments, in our sleeping in the things that we yearn for, in the things that we long for, in the things that we hope for, in the things that we, we cleave to, in the things that we bring together, the things that we set aside, in the things that we run after, we chase after, we long after, in the things that we live for, He has to be above all. There cannot be anyone that comes before Jesus in our lives. And I, it, my, it is my prayer that as the Lord begins to lead me, you, I, us, we, on this journey of self-discovery of, in Him, that He brings us to that place where we really, really are able to measure His worth. Not just in our lives, but in our universe, in all of creation, in all that ever was, ever will be, and all that ever is, and all that is. And we can lift Him up and then really place Him where He belongs in our hearts and in our lives, above all above everything thank you very much for listening god bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day